Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is a Lip Media Podcast. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording. We pay our respects to the elders past and present and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be listening today. Well, welcome to our after show. Thanks for the cash. We really desperately Thank need you. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> please, please give us. One of the things we've been talking about spending our Patreon money on for a while is getting some merch together to uh, sell. A lot of people <laughs> have been asking for merch. So I'm um, very excited to tell you just between our squirrel friends. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> look at me quoting RuPaul. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that- that we very, very, very shortly will be releasing our new range of merch. We're releasing so Chromatica Jockstraps. Chromatica Jockstraps. <laughs> Chromatica Jockstraps. Is that what they are? Yeah, it first. yeah it's yeah. just yeah. those, but in red instead of pink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With Kyle's face on the front. Oh, God. <laughs> Who doesn't want my face on their crotch? I love it. Wow. Um, but yeah, I thought, I mean, I'm kind of surprised we haven't talked about this before. Tom of Finland, are you guys familiar? I'm. Familiar with Tom of Collingwood? Where do you live? <laughs> Tom of Carlton. Tom, Tom of Carlton. Please do a Finnish accent. I don't know what a yeah. Finnish accent sounds yeah. like. Is that kind of Swede? Anyway. That kind of like. This is so bad. This is like my. This is where I'm from. I don't. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't you're blue-eyed, blonde, white person. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm, I, look, I, for any of our listeners that have no idea what I'm talking about when I say Tom of Finland, I guarantee you would have seen uh, his work before. It's those often black and white drawings of uh, very uh, muscular, usually men, and quite often with a big bulge in their pants, mm-hmm. usually topless, quite often in uniforms or cut-off denim. Um, I guess people probably associated a lot with the 80s because of the style, but yeah. you could almost argue that the artwork influenced the style of the 80s of gay culture in the 80s rather than the other way around. Sailors and things. The sailors. Yeah, like Lots leather daddies, like with police hats and like, um, yeah. like leather chaps and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but I never really knew the history of it. In fact, the first time I ever saw it, I think I've told you guys about how I, when I was like 17, I snuck off to the, um, what's called the gay bookshop on oh, Commercial yes. Road when we yeah. used to have a, a gay mecca in Melbourne. And I don't think it's there anymore, but it was it was just, a, you know, basically a pawn shop. But out the front, it had this little A-frame and on the A-frame was all these Tom of Finland characters. And I'd walked past oh. it a million times with my parents when we were like going out for lunch or shopping or whatever. But yeah, when I was like 17, I snuck out of home and like made up all these excuses to different people about where I was so no one would know <laughs> and caught the train in, into South Yarra and uh, went in there. Uh, so yeah, that was like literally some of the first gay wow. icon- iconogra- 
iconography <laughs> thank you that i ever um saw yeah. and then when when i saw that it was the uh well a couple of weeks ago would have been his 100th birthday mm. um i thought it might be interested interesting to have oh, a look into it so do you guys know anything about he, the history of it at all yeah well like i knew him he was from finland but um, <laughs> no but he, he was actually like so interesting and like his mm. whole inspirations behind mm. everything reading up about him was very cool yeah well I'd, I'd, I'd always assumed that he was i guess in his 20s in the 80s yeah um, just because i've always associated his work with that time so i was quite surprised he was actually obviously born in 1920 in finland and of course that means grew up in nazi europe uh, yeah and so some of his first sexual experiences were with german soldiers um which he sort of has hinted towards and a lot of people have have said is probably got a lot to do with his fetish for men in uniforms yeah um because of a lot of his imagery even included nazi uniforms as well as other various uniforms i think luke you said um sailors before yeah um, yeah I, th- I remember reading that he he drew people even in nazi uniforms and he said it wasn't anything political but it was just purely no. based on how they look because the uniforms were yeah. so hot so i'm like oh, okay. Okay. I don't say that <laughs> <laughs> but it's true but yeah that you, you're right you're right kyle he he was very clear to say that he despised nazi ideology but his his artwork was all about male intimacy and a lot of his mm. experiences when he was younger had been with 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 men in Nazi uniform Nazis in Nazi uniforms. Oh, um, PS side note, can I just say if you're after a man in a hot uniform, Google the Spanish army. You will thank me later. Oh my god, oh, holy oh shit. My god, they are, they are beautiful. And their uniforms yeah. are so good. I wish he was around to do some drawings of that. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, thing but I yeah. found really Oh, sorry. Sorry, yeah, no, <laughs> I thought that was a pause. Take no, it, I've talked a lot. Take it. Okay, Kyle. no, I say a thing I found really interesting was that mm-hmm. his depiction of um, all these gay men was so like beefy and muscular and strong, and yeah. it was because he was trying to flip gay people's image on its head because so many people knew gay guys as like really mm-hmm. weak and like thin and um, I don't know, just like Dandies. like a weak image. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like I like that he decided to be like fuck you, and yeah, was rebellious, yeah. and he drew these big, powerful, strong, muscular men. It was, yeah. it was really cool. Obviously, a lot of the only depictions of gay men that a lot of people saw were through things like, at that time, were vaudeville and film, yeah. like you know, old films and cartoons and that sort of thing. And quite often, you'd have the camp villain in those 50s mm. films or, or, you know, going back to his early childhood, the vaudevillian plays. Or, yeah, the, the evil villains in the cartoons that would always be long and slender and very Disney evil villain. Uh, so, yeah, it was a really interesting way to rebel against that. And, and I guess... For him to say no, actually, my sexual experiences have been like this, and this is yeah. what I wanted to be. Um, suck it. <laughs> yeah, he also did a lot of leather stuff and a lot of biker stuff, which resonated with that culture. And coincidentally, that culture was taking off a lot after World War Two, and so a lot of other gay men that wanted to rebel against this depiction that had been uh, this sort of Oscar Wilde depiction that had been promoted of them joined this this bikey culture and this leather culture, which again sort of propelled his art which propelled the culture which propelled the art a sort of self-propelling kind of thing mm-hmm. i guess you could say a self-propelling um, prophecy <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah you know what i mean yeah um the other thing i thought found really interesting and i did know about these magazines but i didn't know he was in them have you heard of the beefcake magazines yeah yeah, yeah so the, the, I, I didn't really know a lot about them but um they were Cookbooks? magazines be- Sorry. Yes. <laughs> I said cookbooks? <laughs> Not cake. cookbooks, no. Um, I've actually got one. I'll show it to you. It's fast. I've got an Australian version. Yeah. So it was when they weren't allowed to print gay porn. So they printed these fitness magazines uh, under the um, guise of the being like... <laughs> 
exercise. And we're talking the 50s and 60s here under the guise of them being um, health magazines or, or mm, muscle very magazines healthy. and that sort of thing. But they were just mainly pictures of scantily clad men. You know, <laughs> Posing, underwears, and lots of muscles, and that's yeah, it's called men's health now. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so a lot of his stuff was getting, or the, his, a lot of the first stuff he started getting printed was in those magazines, and it was more about his instead of you know the, the images we're probably more familiar with of men grabbing their cocks and that sort of thing. It was more muscular men sort of doing stretches and and uh, mm. exercising, not necessarily being as as overtly sexual. But then in the seventies, when they were allowed to start printing that stuff, um, he started creating a lot more graphic erotic sort of comic books and and even started exhibiting a lot of his stuff in mainstream exhibitions which is i think pretty incredible do you find it a bit sad that it's now like so mainstream this like such an underground rebellious art yeah finland was like crocheted on like a pillow cover or something. You always see those oh, really? those rip-off ones on pillows. Like yeah, every, it's, it's, every girl who thinks she's really, like, she, that she just loves gays, always. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, God, that really cheapens it. I've it? never been to a Kikons at a girl's place that loves gays that hasn't had one of those. Uh, yeah. you know, I have I have like a really distinct memory of a Tom and Finland print when I first moved to Melbourne. It was the day before my birthday, so I was like, you know what, I'm going out on my birthday, even though I don't have any friends. <laughs> but I went out with like two people, and we went to the Peel for the first time, and and the peel has one behind the bar, like on the like uh, the, behind the one as you walk in. Yeah, I'm going to assume it's not an original. Yeah, probably oh, not. I, I mean, but I just have this like really distinct memory of just standing at the bar, looking at this picture, and being like, "Wow, they do it differently in Melbourne." Like, <laughs> it was really like campy and like cool, but I was like, "This is awesome!" And I was just like sitting there thinking, "I was like, God, I hope I did I the right. That. I hope I did the right move and make some friends." <laughs> <laughs> did you jack yeah. it? Yeah, I've got it now, my room. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever jerked off to a to a drawing before? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what was it a drawing? Did you draw it? No, no. Um, I really, really like um erotic, like fantasy sort of like hentai tentacle porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you would like your Fifty Shades of Grey, but like gay version stuff like that but like there are some like different comic strips and stuff that i found over like the last few years that have been actually really really hot and i'm just like no i love this sort of stuff this is great from time to time i love it too i love erotic yeah like a jacket so that's all the time i think the first time that i saw tom of finland like it was just before i came out i would go to the news agents and buy the dna magazines in secret oh dna um, <laughs> and like they had like a little exit sort of thing in the middle of it which was great and like i remember seeing those and i was just like wow like like just these drawings of these men are really really hot and like the fact that it came from someone of a, like an earlier time when these things weren't okay was just mind blowing to me. But no, like I think it's beautiful and amazing. Mm. And I love that one way that someone described it that because there is like a foundation in America where they sort of preserve all of the Tom of Finland stuff. And one of the guys there described the imagery as like strong and powerful, but like with really kind faces. <laughs> I was like, mm. I like that. That's Very really true. nice. I think it's also amazing that the, the journey that it went through from being, you know, illegal and had to be sort of printed covertly um, yeah. through to being exhibited in main, like a lot of major ex- art galleries around the world now own Tom of Finland pieces. Um, it's quite an incredible journey and over a period of time where a lot of changes happened for gay men. Um, and it's also meant that, you know, artists today, 
just thinking locally, people like um, Samuel Leighton Dorr, who who we've shared a lot of stuff from um, our Gays Revolting page, it means that people like that are able to express themselves freely in their visual art. Um, I think that's a pretty incredible thing. Mm. Do you think he inspired the village people's aesthetic? For sure. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was like the same kind of, yeah, that was the yeah. same that, that, that culture definitely... That the bikey culture post World War Two yeah. sort of grew throughout the sixties and seventies and and became quite big in the eighties would definitely have influenced the, the village people and I would say that like I was saying before it's sort of a bit of a him influencing the culture and the culture influencing him and until it got to that crescendo. Mm. Are you guys into like because of that? Do you think you guys are into like leather and stuff like that? Like, are you? attracted to leather play <laughs> or like do you have harnesses or anything like i've never worn a leather harness like anything like you that. did in the photo shoot you had a harness. yeah no it's not a leather harness. oh that's like a fucking asos like seat belt <laughs> like, <laughs> it wasn't a leather harness yeah i got the latex stuff i like latex I've, I've never really the thing is is a lot of those things nowadays feel like their own little clicks and scenes that i'm, yeah. I'm not yeah. really a part of unfortunately but nah. I, I have some of the the gear I don't know if it's because of seeing porn and, and, and erotic art as a young person that it influenced my mm. sexual uh, provocation. Mm. I definitely I definitely um, appreciate uh, guys in leather and guys in uniforms and that sort of stuff. Sure. And, I, and I own a, a harness and a couple of leather pieces and I've, I've been to some leather parties, but I would feel like I'm cheating if I was to call mm. myself a leather queen because I know those queens that are into leather yeah. spend a fortune and are, yeah, they're really into they it. are really yeah. experts in how to look after it. And uh, it's actually part of the culture is looking after your leather. Hobby, and yeah. it's not just about the kinky stuff. Oh. It's also about the jackets and the chaps and all that sort of stuff as well. So I wouldn't, I, I would feel like I was cheating my way into it if I was to say that I was a leather queen. But I mean, <laughs> it's a, it's definitely a fun scene. It's a very interesting scene, a fascinating scene. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing I enjoy more than talking about some dirty pictures for a little bit. But um, yeah, that's that's our after show for mm-hmm. tonight. Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon. I'll be becoming one of our patrons. Thank you, everybody. Um, we will have after shows and live streams and merch available. Yeah. And it's just getting better for you guys, really. Yeah. <laughs> if the world ever gets back to upside down times, we might even have live shows again. You know, oh my god so and that's because because of see how you go. guys supporting us so thank you for tuning in <laughs> yeah and, thank you and um you boys want to say goodbye to the, the... <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye bye If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And welcome to the Gays Revolting Untouched. <laughs> uh, thank you all the Patreons for giving us your dollars. This um, is my main job now. <laughs> I'm probably going to spend it on cheap red wine. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so as reported in the last week, it's been very unfortunate that Naya Rivera has passed away. Oh my god, um, it's awful. Played, yeah, she played Santana in Glee as the lesbian cheerleader. Mm. It's been announced that it was an accidental drowning and she had taken her son out on a boat on a lake in California for the afternoon. They were going to go swimming and just like jet sitting around the lake and stuff and have a good day. Um, they were out swimming and the police have speculated that they were caught in a bit of a current. Um, and so she was able to get her son, who's four years old, back into the boat. But then unfortunately she was sort of dragged under by the current and mm. she went missing. God, that's such an awful, awful thing to happen and way to die, especially with her son. Oh my God. Yeah. And like so heartbreaking. Mm. They didn't find her straight away. It took like three, four days before they found her body because it is such a massive lake. And apparently at the bottom of the lake as well, there's so much debris that really? like it's just near impossible to find any anything or anyone down there. So the Castle Glee's been in the fucking spotlight for a bit now. <laughs> Like that whole stuff with Leah Michelle. So mm. there's quite a few things to unpack about Glee because, like, I grew up watching it and I loved it. I think I would have graduated school a couple of years before they on the show graduated mm-hmm. from school. Um, so I was a little bit ahead of them, but it was great to see like gay people, lesbian people, trans people on TV screens at a time that I was in school, and it made theater and drama the coolest place to be. <laughs> we were a part of the theatre group and the drama group and everyone hated us and everyone was just like, you guys are lame. And then this show comes out and it's just like, who's lame now? And everybody Still joined you. <laughs> and, and everybody joined theatre. Oh, really? I never watched the show. Like, I saw maybe, like, the first couple episodes when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I've never really been into musicals, and I'm not sure if that's, like, a subconscious thing to kind of, like, be more straight passing, like, from when I was in high school. Do you know, I actually reckon you would quite like it. Uh, you should give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. While, while you're Obviously, I hear about it all the time because my boyfriend, Duncan, is fucking obsessed with it, and he makes like, every reference constantly <laughs> to Glee. He, like, 
recite it. It's it's worrying, actually. Oh, I can just imagine him growing up on the farm, like, you know, milking the cows. They do have some really good covers that I remember listening to in secret, obviously, because I didn't want it to be Like all the Adele covers. covers that they did as well were incredible. Mm. I do love a cover, anything. Like, yeah. I just love hearing a song reimagined in a different way. It's so, so good. good. I froth for covers. Well, all the covers that they did, like the first like three or four albums that they created on the show, they got all the rights for it, which is amazing. But all of those albums went to number one on like American charts yeah. every mm. single time. That's crazy because Americans are homophobes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so as great as the show was for a lot of us to watch and how amazing it was to see like queer people in such a positive light, apparently behind the scenes it wasn't like that at bah, bah, bah. all. Darth Vader music, Leah Michelle walks in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I didn't know this for such a long time because I just didn't care to learn yeah. about Leah Michelle. I was just like, oh, yeah, you're an incredible actress and you have yeah. such an incredible she's talented. <laughs> I didn't realize how incredibly crap you I were. I don't know. I, I just heard that she's a bitch to like, all the cast members, but... Yeah. Well, one statement that was brought out by one of the actresses that was in the last season of Glee, so season six, um, yeah. she recalls, so um, Lee Michelle put out a tweet in solidarity for Black Lives Matter, and she commented on the tweet, I'll read it verbatim because it is interesting, um, she said, <laughs> LMAO, remember when you made my first television gig a living hell because I'll never forget. I believe you told everyone that if you had the opportunity, you would shit in my wig. Amongst other traumatic microaggressions, (laughs) that made me question my career in Hollywood, which everyone was like, what? What is going on? And so then, like, a bunch of the cast members all jumped on. It was just like, Mm. I can confirm that this is true. Um, She wasn't very nice to us either. And then, like, a whole slew of different, like, people that worked with her came out of the woodworks and was just like, well, this is how she was on Broadway. This is how mm. she was to like extras on the show. She would call them cockroaches, and like a bunch oh of extras God. came forward. She sounds like, like yeah, a real diva. Yeah, like okay. Well, yeah, fair enough. Diva. That's that's definitely yeah. a conclusive. Yeah, that is frowned upon. So <laughs> disappointing because you're yeah. such an incredible actress and an incredible singer. And I'm sure you're incredible on Broadway yeah. as well. Um, yeah, that, the show's had so much bad luck because wasn't she dating like the main guy in it as well? Corey Monty. Yeah, so they were dating in real life as well, and he was struggling with um, drug and alcohol problems, which he made quite public, um, and he was seeking out help. And he unfortunately had an accidental drug overdose and a lethal amount of alcohol in his system. Um, Mm. And so, like, they were in the middle of filming a season, and they had to sort of write into the season that the character had passed away, but they didn't say what the character had passed away from whatsoever. I think out of respect... Mm for the actor himself mm. yeah mm. and isn't it crazy that nye's body was found on the, like the seven-year anniversary of him dying yeah that's spooky and i guess that's why people keep talking about the glee curse as well well because there was also puck uh was he the bully he was one of the football guys yeah because he also got into some trouble as well it's awful to talk about but he so he was convicted of possession of child pornography i believe mm, and then yeah found guilty but then um from suicide yeah so he was told that he was going to have three to seven years in prison and then yeah mm. unfortunately mm. took his own life before the sentence could take place I mean, um, but the show itself it's interesting to talk about and it really goes back to what we were talking about in the main episode about the perception of queer people in mainstream culture mm. this show i think was because it was like the prime time show 
going into everyone's living rooms around the world. And it was portraying people, not just queer people, but also people with disabilities, um, yes. lots of people of colour as, as main storylines and that sort of thing as well. And it was really responsible, I think, in the way that it did tell those stories. Mm. And I think a lot of that comes down to Ryan Murphy, the creator. And I don't know if you guys have seen his latest show, uh, The Politician. No, not yet, but I've No, uh, I want to. I think my brother's saying highly, it's highly it's on net it's a Netflix show. Highly, highly, highly recommended. Incredible cast as an aside. But it, it's interesting to, to see the evolution of how he's now portraying mm. queer people, people of colour, and people living with disabilities mm. ten years apart. Because at that time it was a storyline. People had to come out come out like Kurt's character had to come out and that sort of thing. And that was very much a storyline. What I love about his new show, The Politician, we're now beyond that. So there are lots of queer people and their relationships are storylines and, and and there are people with disabilities mm. and there are non-binary people and that sort of thing. But it's not actually a storyline. Like the, their non-binariness is not part oh, of the story. They the just uh, You're just expected to be okay and to do your own research to work out what that means because it's not going to be explained to you in the show. And I really love that. Yeah. I feel like all the shows he does are, like, really good. Like, I'm really into the American Horror um, American Horror oh Story God, series. Like, even yeah. some of the series are trash, like some of the seasons, but, like, I still love all of it. Ugh, I just want to be a cool witch. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do we think of Jane Lynch from Glee? Jane Incredible. Lynch, icon. Hello. She's so cool. <laughs> yeah. I love her so much. Like, I would watch probably just for her. I was oh, watching absolutely. a movie. I was watching a movie the other day. What was she in? Oh, my God. So, I watched Julie and Julia for the first time the other day. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, it was so good with Meryl Streep. And she was her, like, sister in it. It was really unexpected yeah. and funny. Love Do you know who I adore? And and mm. whenever he pops up on social media and stuff, I'm just like, oh, I'm Chris Colfer. Who played Kurt? Yes, Chris Colfer. I don't know. I just loved watching him sing and his little storyline. Just, I think it reminded me a lot of myself doing all the music theater uh, plays and stuff like that at school. I definitely had the biggest crush on um, his boyfriend in the show, Blaine. Darren Chris. Is he the one yeah. with the slicked back hair? Yes, he's oh, so right. beautiful. Even now, he's so beautiful. He played oh gosh, the love no. in. Well, no, he played the serial killer. Sorry, in. Um, Assassination of Versace. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. get on yes. all these shows. Oh, he's also God. on Broadway. It's yeah. So good. Is he? Oh, yeah. But yeah. he has also come forward and said that he's all, he's played a lot of queer characters and a lot of gay characters, but he's come forward and said he will no longer be playing any gay characters for the reason of giving the space for gay people to play. Oh, so he's not gay. Which I love. No, he's not at all. Um, He's just a very, a very queer straight man who loves theatre. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. And I also want to mention that at the time of Glee coming out, I think it is such an amazing thing that they did cast Chris Colfer in that role as Kurt as an openly gay person in real mm. life because it was just Especially not that age a common well. thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like he cast uh, a trans person in a trans role, um, Alex Newell, on the show as well, which was great. So it was good mm. to see a lot uh, of representation. A lot yeah. of representation, especially like mm. as teenagers as well. Yeah. And I absolutely commend uh, Ryan Murphy for that. So good mm. on you, sir. Thank you mm. for the great content. It's Jane Lynch's character in the show, Lesbian. No. Oh my god, because her character screamed lesbian. <laughs> it's a very queer character. She marries herself at one point. What? Um, <laughs> oh god, yeah. the show sounds bonkers. <laughs> really, really good. But no, in the show, she does play a straight person. Um, she just wears matching, like, yeah, <laughs> very queer suits every day. <laughs> and is um, a coach. Yeah. Oh, it'll it. be heartbreaking watching it now with 
Naya, I think. Yeah, it's been interesting seeing like Twitter, like everybody just posting all their favorite moments of Naya. Because yeah. like she was that one character that just read everyone to film. Oh, really? Yeah. She's oh, cool. yeah. Spitting yeah, truth at everyone. <laughs> it was so um, good. It's so funny. I remember like a while back, like maybe like six months ago, I saw a TikTok of this lesbian lady saying that she had a huge crush on Naya and she sent her all this fan mail. And Naya actually sent oh. her a signed um, copy of herself in lingerie like a picture of her like a poster (laughs) she said thank you so much blah blah blah. so she was like such a cool person like that and yeah it obviously made this this like lady's like whole life like it was so she was so happy with it (laughs) Uh, well that's it for another week thank you so much for your support as we said before we do really appreciate it and as we said in the main show hopefully Luke will be back with us next week Uh, so until then Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.